Hello and welcome back to Grim Encounters. We are an actual play tabletop RPG podcast using the chill tradition rule set. My name is Nort. I'll be your spoopy little chill master. Here's our... Uh, Anna playing Mavis. Robert playing Wesley Hung. Derek's playing Father Frank Flanagan. I'm sure everyone can tell we are uh, not next to each other besides me and Anna. Um, because of everything going on, we are continuing to practice our social distancing and recording through good old Discord. Well, I guess we're talking through Discord. Um, so if Shane sounds, if Derek sounds a little wacky, uh, it's a, he doesn't have the prime equipment on his end and we couldn't figure out a way to get it to him because everything's taking forever to ship. So, just how it be sometimes. And we wanted to at least record one, just kind of test it out, see how it does. Um, plus, I've been kind of, I've been kind of hankering for some some good old campy horror, you know. Mhm, mhm. I feel that. Because in our in our the other campaign, me and Derek started, and we all, we've been just been like fighting dragons and shit, and that's fun. But like, I don't know. There's no risk of being like. I don't know, betrayed by your, by a, by a something. I don't know. I just there's there's no cell phones. You know what I mean. And uh, so we have. A- Can't tell if he is going to betray us with a character or <laughs> if he just likes cell phones. I didn't know. I was gonna like just pick a random character, but I didn't want you guys to think I'm gonna betray with him because like, like I don't know. <laughs> My suspicion is aroused. So we're gonna we're gonna do our classic flash forwards between Grim and somebody. Let me check my uh, future papers. That looks like it's Anna and Mavis. So, Mavis. Yes, sir. How, uh, tell me how the investigation continued. Well, uh, so we ended up on the island. Um, we found, like, pieces of broken board. The, uh, the, the campsite was all slashed up. We found some teeth. And Wesley picked up what was presumably a shrunken head. And I wasn't going to touch it because I didn't want to get cursed or anything. Um, but, you know, he just kind of picked it up. And then when we got back, uh, there was like a weird video message from me to myself from the future. Yes, there was that. Yes. I guess we can just go right into how... That all turned out. Uh, I don't really remember making that video, so I don't. I don't. You know. Well, it was you from the future, so. Yes, I I understand, but like, I don't know. I feel like I I should be able. Like, you would think that like if I can send it back in time, that I could have some sort of psychic peer like future powers to be able to see into the future and remember that oh yeah I made this video in the future 
I mean, it, it could have been using the Blugel box, too. True, the Blugel box. I mean, wasn't, I believe Daisy was experimenting on it before she gave it to you. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. Do you have a question? Um, so, where do you think all of those zombies are going to come from? So, uh, zombies come from a few different things. So, it's not like how a lot of movies portray them, how it's a virus, or how the infection wants to spread, or how it was man-made, or some mutation of rabies, if we're, gonna, if we're gonna talk about classic zombies, right? Uh, think more along the lines of things that were in our cult, like, in our people as a human race, as culture, like, like voodoo, or like dark magic, where like, it come, the zombies come from magic, they are not necessarily, it's not, the goal would be is that they're completely under control of something else, right? Yeah. So, many things can create zombies. Like, there's a couple different, like, like, hags have the ability to, certain hags do. Um, certain other undead creatures have the ability to raise human corpses. Because the zombies are just human corpses that are animated. They have no soul in them. They have no uh, idea what they're doing. They're just, like, husks uh, being driven by the unknown so obviously these creatures these zombies came from a bit uh, a big terrible unknown right yeah and what was the last thing you said in the video you said something along the line of stopping jeremiah so yeah and he he throws he like points to like this billboard, not this billboard, this cork board that he has set up. He goes, and there's like pictures thumbtacked with like lines. Um, and he continues, as you see, I have a few images up on here that show like what this could mean. And you see pictures of like Jeremiah, uh, just a picture of Jeremiah, and then there's like pictures of like. He took of, like, the head and hands, and then pictures of the scene when they were gone. He said all of these clues mean something. So he must have been turned into something by the unknown. Makes sense. And maybe he's controlling them. But, uh, but enough of that. Let's continue. The scene uh, comes back um, to you guys standing in the middle of the bullpen where I left, where you guys left. Um, the Google box is just static right now. Um, Daisy's kind of just standing next to it, looking down. Um, as you look around the room, you see, you know, the whole crew is here of the HQ. A few people are, like, just silently crying. There's a lot of them that are, like, rubbing their heads in confusion. Um, you see Richard. He's sitting in one of the chairs, just, like, Kane laying on the ground. 
with his like whole head in his hands and he's like silently muttering to himself um you just kind of see the whole HQ is just like the the silence has gripped them what do you all do I guess I don't make it I mean mean, you're pretty old so like how much longer were you gonna make it anyway whoa hey now I I didn't mean to offend you I'm just you know I was just trying to lighten the mood (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) would that be the first thing you say (laughs) I don't doubt that would be the first thing she said honestly I know (laughs) it wasn't supposed to make it (laughs) wasn't supposed to be mean <laughs> oh man um you hear kind of like coming back up from underneath the table uh you see a, a shorter man with long black hair and like coke bottle glasses um he looks like um there's just like tears running down his face he goes um oh, uh, uh, what are we gonna do did you see the, the the whole city was in ruins what do we do we have to find Jeremiah we stopped him but, but how do we stop it did you see it so we already lost well uh, that's the future. According to any good time travel thing, I know that if we change one thing, we'll alter the course of everything. So if I live, everything will be just fine. You hear a couple people in the crowd all like go, yeah, yeah, for sure. Makes total sense. Uh, Un- unless it has to be that way, and then no matter what we do, it's, you know, you just might get replaced with somebody else then. Oh, damn it. Time travel is so confusing. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. I've watched a lot of movies. Don't worry, I've studied up on it. Sort of. I think we should have someone uh, post guard and see, like, if the movie changes, you know, we just watch it over and over again. And if it changes, you know, we know we're on on the right track. Is it, was it just like a one time play thing or is it like continuously like looping or anything? Uh, Daisy pipes up. Because well, it's uh, it was looping for a little bit, and then um, I showed it to you guys, and now it's not. Of course not. So, uh. could this thing do that before? Um, no, it tracked the weather. Oh, with a name like Box, I thought I did something crazy. No, we used it to track the weather. I mean, it did do something. You're not wrong. I I feel like if you're saying, um, like uh, with your theory, Frank, is that if you're kept alive, then we could change it. I mean, theoretically, if alive, that was already dead, that would that would change the outcome. So we must keep Frank in a bubble. Well, that's fine. He can make his own. I, I can do that. 
Although I suppose if I was surrounded by zombies, I would probably die after so many minutes. That's true. But but I'm here to protect you, so it, it'll all be good. I'll punch him all in the face. Hmm. Um, there's like a moment of silence after you say that. Um, everyone's still kind of reeling. Um, you hear uh, someone that doesn't normally pipe up during these meetings. Uh, you heal. You, you hear like the some like combat boots uh, make kind of walk towards you, Wesley. And as you turn around, you see um, Naomi uh, with her her hairs pulled back, her brunette hairs pulled back in the to like a ponytail, and she has like her her left sleeves like sewed up. Um, and she stops in front of you guys and she goes, "Well, I think." The best course of action is to keep going. I think we should uh, keep finishing cases, um, but keep this in the back of our minds. Look out for signs, maybe. Because if the theory you're talking about is, you know, called the butterfly effect, right? So um, we change something, it could change the future. But so I feel like it maybe if we just stop and focus all on this, that could also be bad, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So what if we we keep finishing these cases, we keep eradicating the unknown, maybe he will... Jeremiah, assuming that's who we're after, uh, rears his ugly head again. And she kind of likes... Uh, she gestures... For to her right, and though that I think it was power team power punch comes up, and uh, you know uh, the big hulking Roman, the finely dressed Draz, and uh, the bearded Abraham kind of step up. Now, um, I think it'd be best if we kept these guys on zombie lookout. For sure. So that way we can kind of focus, our other teams can focus on the cases at hand. Um, but that's up to you, what you guys think. I mean, this is a democracy down here, so. And she kind of looks over to Richard, who still hasn't looked up yet. And she looks kind of a little, little nervous. And then she looks back to you, Frank, and she goes, I mean... We've all shown that we are in this together, so I don't want you to die. So I'm here to, we're here to help. If I die, it will be as the Lord wills. As you said, Draz like clutches his crucifix around his neck. Um, so if you guys don't have anything else to say. No. Okay. Um, the crowd just kind of slowly disperses, kind of going going back to their stations. Um, you see Daisy helps um, Dax up and kind of slaps him on the back, and they walk to the his lab. Um, and everyone else just kind of goes to where their the NPCs are normally milling about, just like in Mass Effect or whatever. <laughs> or Dragon Age it's kind of oh we know this guy is always here looking at a book it's kind of like that 
And the only person that's like kind of left here is Richard. He's still sitting at the table. Well, I guess we should continue on the case that we're on for now. Yeah. yeah Might as well. Just as if, if on a story beat cue, your phone rings, Father Frank. Pick it up and hello. Hello, this is uh, Officer Jack. Um, how is this uh, missing persons case going? Oh, lots of a lot of new evidence, um, Officer O'Doyle. It's uh, getting rather out of hand very fast. Okay, uh, well, if you need anything, let me know, of course. Uh, one of the reasons I called you was just to check up on you. I just wanted to let you know that, uh, there is a, a team of officers out on the water. Um, part of our, uh, Marine Division. Uh, you'll see, a a regular-looking... Uh, like, like, a, like a boat and, but on the side it'll say CPD Marine Unit um, it is headed by Officer Crystal Thompson so um, if she's out there she doesn't know much about the unknown just letting you know um, I tried to let them get me to do it but she insisted so it's not my jurisdiction unfortunately but I'm just forewarning you but she knows you're you're working with us but Well, that's good. Uh, does she know what capacity we're working under, or an alias that we're under, or...? Oh, she just, uh, thinks you guys are, uh, like a private eye consultant group, kind of like how I, we've been going by. Because uh, I don't know... Perfect. Yeah, no, so it doesn't come with a ton of clearance, but, uh, me knowing you, Frank, you can kind of talk your way into anything, so I'm not too worried. I don't know about anything. You hear like um, like a wrapper being unwrapped, and uh, it was all right. Well, I'll let you get to it. Yes, yes. All right. Officer Doyle just informed us uh, that we have people out on the water. Okay. They don't know who we are. <laughs> okay. So, um, I don't know if you, I'm just gonna, the next steps for you guys, uh, you had a couple of things. I don't know if you remember, I'll just kind of go over the clues again. Um, like, yeah, you found that shrunken head, you found a couple different, like, human-sized shark teeth. Um, there was, like, there was, like, sign of a struggle at that original campsite, um, you found that boat that the kid took, well, the remains of it. Um, you also found a cell phone that you, that you guys couldn't unlock. That's right. Yes. And it is currently, I believe, here I have the time written down. It is 2 p.m. Um. And I believed you had 
there was there's more islands that you guys could search if you wanted. Um, so kind of what is your next step? Um, I think we should have like the teeth analyzed and someone unlock the phone. Yeah, that's a good call. I'd say that. Smash it. Yeah, so uh, you guys have a, a lab here with technicians. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure Mark, he's like your forensic guy. He could do that too if you needed him to. Uh, and Dax and Daisy are both good with tech, so. Do you guys make your way over to the lab? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, you kind of, you uh, walk up to the doors and they slide open. Um, nice old sci-fi hiss. Um, you walk in and you see three people. Um, you see... Dax currently just kind of standing over his desk, um, not not doing anything, just standing there. Uh, Daisy's sitting on top of like another desk with her legs dangling, uh, just like rambling on to him about something. And um, then you see Mark, who is at his um, his workstation, and he he has like this like little like monocle magnifying glass on, and he's like eyeing something on his desk. When you no one looks up when you walk in. Uh, hello. You just say hello to her. Yes. Um, Dax and Daisy don't react to you guys. And uh, Mark would look up. He'd go, oh, hello. How is it going, Mavis? Uh, it's all right. Uh, we need some help. Uh, he puts down these little tools he was holding. Puts them on the. You hear him kind of clatter as he puts them on his desk. Um. Yeah. What can I do for you? Um. We need some help analyzing some stuff. Uh. Sh- sure. What do you? Uh, what is it? Uh. We have some teeth. Oh. We have a shrunken head. Oh. And a cell phone that needs unlocked. Okay. Well. Um. I imagine you just kind of, like, put him on his desk as you say it. Yep. Oh. Is that a re- I didn't touch it. I didn't want to get cursed. So. That head is vile. Um. Well, the teeth. Uh, what, are these shark teeth? Why are they so... Strange? I know. That's why I need them analyzed. Okay, well, I can definitely do something with that. Um. He, like reaches into a thing and you put some gloves on um he, he, he takes a pen and he kind of pokes the head and it kind of rolls it, goes, um, it looks like a fleshy one I uh I'll do, try and deal with that I guess but the, uh, the cell phone I am that is out of my wheelhouse you're gonna have to ask Dax for that one. Oh yeah no problem I'm gonna grab the phone and walk over to Dax Hey, Dax. He doesn't look up. Hello. Hey, you you all right, buddy? No. Yeah, I I get it. I get it. But uh, we really need to figure this stuff out for the case we're working on. I I really need this this phone, like looked into and and unlocked and all that stuff. He looks up to you. His eyes are like super puffy. And he doesn't have his glasses on his face, and his eyes look so small. 
Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks like a mole almost. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then he like wipes his nose and then like uh, pulls his glasses back on and his eyes get big again. Because <laughs> um, yeah, I um, I'm pretty good with that. Here, let me see it. And uh, he looks at it and uh, starts fumbling around. He plugs it in. He has like a, a couple like a, a charging cable. Here, um, let me see. And he like taps around on it and he goes, "It's a four-digit code." And he begins typing on his computer. And we will roll. Why don't you give me? Let's see. We'll just give it. We'll give a base roll with no advantages. Oh. <laughs> so he did great. Fantastic. Um, he rolls a one out of a hundred. So I feel like if you try the birthday of the boy, it might work. What What do you think? And just as you say that, he goes, "Got it. I got it in. It's all done. There you go." Well, Disregard what I said. <laughs> the password was one two three five. Clever. Mm, see, that's how they would get you. Uh, you know what? That's uh, got us. <laughs> got him. <laughs> Is that not a good password? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's better than one, two, three, four, so. Ah. Uh, that's not a good password either. <laughs> it's kind of. We'll talk about this some other time. I, we need to go over <laughs> your password strength there, Father Frank. Oh. Uh, yeah, he hands the phone back to you. <laughs> you have an unlocked Samsung Galaxy S6. I don't know the, the anything about galaxies. Sure. Yeah, and you have it. You have one. I handed to anyone that's not me because it's basically sort. Well, I think I'm still over with Mark. Yeah, I'll take I'll, I take the phone and I'm like, all right, oh, thanks. Here, I'm starts going through it. I uh, think we'll, I don't know what check pictures maybe first. See if they took any pictures there or anything, any video. Sure. Yeah. Um, you kind of click. That's a good idea. Yeah. You uh, you uh, open it up, um, and. Uh, it was like actually uh, uh, you open and the gallery opens and um, you know how like you can see like little like squares of all the pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, at the bottom rows, um, you just see like pictures of like memes and then there's like pictures of like um, like a guy with his friends and all that and um, then it gets to the top and like the pictures are like darker and then there is one that is just like a black black square and that's the last thing that was taken so the last picture was black yeah hmm, okay enhance <laughs> uh well hmm, okay uh hey but you haven't clicked yet it's just tiny okay yeah we'll click on it and, and open it up see if, if there's anything in there that we can see sure it's yeah it's actually a video Oh, okay. Um, and as you as you click it, it just starts auto playing. Um, mm-hmm. 
it starts with like a the camera facing a young man. Uh, he's laughing and, and talking, and you hear him say, "Hell yeah, Dane! We have to get a video of the uh, this awesome fish jenner we caught." And then you hear uh, another voice pipes up. And you're thanks to me, Aaron. Thanks to me, Aaron. I was the only one who caught any. And then coming into frame again is is this uh, young Asian woman who gives Aaron a friendly punch. She says, "Yes, just for the record, Sadie did did save the day, and she is a wonderful fisherman woman and a kick-ass friend." And just as she finishes her sentence, um, a man screams and the phone drops. Um, and it doesn't fall like to the ground; it like falls backwards. So like you see him kind of come out of frame, and it's like you see stars up in the sky, and you just see like the flicker of like fire, like a little bit of light being cast, you know? Okay. Um, after a few minutes of just like horrific slashing sounds uh, there's like gore being thrown every gore being splashed um, you see someone get thrown across like the frame super fast um, you're like this this growl and a grotesque coming into view uh, it's a grotesque ups- upshot of this like rubbery looking creature with like human legs uh, and like pale gray, gray skin as it steps over the video camera um, and it like stops when it sees like the camera, the phone, and it looks down, and it looks down like curiously, and it like you can hear it like sniffing, and it's like covered in blood, and it's like the face comes into view, and you get, you you blink a few times because you're not realizing what you're seeing, but you see like this bloody shark face with like these beady black eyes. And then you, you see it, like, walk off frame. And you hear just two people being, like, dragged and they're screaming. And then it runs for, like, 30 more minutes. And there's just nothing else. Okay, so. Do we know anything about sharks? Peep, shark people? Peep something? I, I, I don't know. We need, uh, anybody got any ideas? I know things about sharks. Uh, my best friend was a marine biologist. Well, uh, that's a start. But he's dead. <laughs> kind of a setback. Oopsie whoopsie. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, let's, uh, I don't know, do some research on let's see if we can find anything about shark people i know you guys are really good at, at looking stuff up so sure see if we can find anything i don't think any of luke's old notes would have anything on shark people probably just normal sharks mm, okay but i can still look into it you hear uh from over your shoulder mavis well that that <laughs> that that fucking explain the the teeth now wouldn't it Yes. Daisy's like standing on the table to like look over your shoulder at the phone. Well, I'm not looking at the phone. Okay. Sorry. Robert's shoulder. (laughs) Wesley's shoulder. I could be there too if you want. (laughs) Just a random guy there. (laughs) 
I don't want to exist in this world. <laughs> I don't want to either. Uh, throw caution to the wind. Why not? Okay. So, you know, like, yeah, yeah, that, 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 this makes a, a lot more sense now. Uh, but does anybody, I mean, can we find something out about this? Has anybody ever heard of shark people? Are you just like asking the room? I mean, I've seen yeah, Harry pretty po- much at this point. I've seen Harry Potter, uh, where he turns into a shark guy. Oh yeah, I remember that now. What's Harry Potter? It's a movie. You should. You would like it. Wait, you never. Maybe not. Okay, after this case, I mean, you need to have a sit down for a good. What is it like? Ten hours, twelve hours, something like that. How do you feel about I mean, wizards and? I've magic? never seen Harry Potter either. Okay. Devil worship in it. It, there's no devil worship. They're wizards. I've heard that they're devil worship and satanic cult. Well, you'd be wrong. He's a wizard, Frank. Uh, it, it, it's it's different. It's good. It's good. I think you'd like. Don't it. they get their powers from Satan? No, they get their powers from magic. Oh. Okay, derailed. Um, let's let's go back to the. Finding shark people. We were watching Harry Potter later. We're, we're going to run a marathon here. Um, I've never really seen like any movie, so... Wesley just stands there with a blank look on his face. You've never seen a movie? I'm 130-some years old. I mean, from... he, is, he is pretty old. I'm from the, like, 1914s, and that was over 100 years ago. And then she just, like, stops talking, and her eyes get wide. And she sits down. <laughs> Okay. okay, side note. Yeah. I'm making a list of movies we are going to watch together. I think we'll start off with Disney movies. That's a good start. And this I time, have them all. <laughs> this time Dax comes over and starts patting her on the shoulder. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to rectify this. Don't worry. So uh, what does this have to do with the shrunken head? Exactly. Oh, yeah, that too. What does it have to do with the shrunken head? Well, Mark was supposed to be researching the shrunken head. It's been like 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Can I? Can we roll for that? Okay, I'll roll. I'll roll D one hundred. You said I do the teeth first. Um, well, I'm glad we did the teeth first. He got a ninety six on the teeth, so he'll have to make another roll later. Let me hear him say, "Guys, I have no idea what these teeth are. Uh, I'm running them against. You know, they don't match any human patterns, obviously." Um. I think I'm gonna have. To, but the thing is, they have the consistency of a human tooth, not the consistency of a shark tooth. So I think I'm gonna run to the, pre, uh, the 22nd precinct um, and have O'Doyle get, see if I can run these by his technicians there. If I can look at the data, maybe mis- mix it to something. Um, maybe like a missing per. I don't know. I have a few ideas. I'm gonna deal with that later, though in this head and he has it like in this contraption so it's like uh being like it looks super like mystical like sci-fi blend yeah um it's like kind of like levitating um and it looks like there's like a i want to say like a fire beneath it but it's more of like um like a propulsor like it's kind of just making it like levitate and spin and there's like these like three arms that are kind of like poking at it and prodding at it and each of the arms have different like tools attached to it and he's like, I have the, I've had the, my little machine here running on it. Um, 
let's see what the notes cool and he pulls up and like you hear like a as it prints off this like sheet of paper and uh he looks it over and uh, he got a low success this time so that's not bad um he says well ma this is and uh he kind of goes he goes it's a real human head oh um it uh it's real so there's that um and there is some slight magic residue coming off of it. Um, there's nothing on the science side. It wasn't made using anything human. And he gets to the end of the piece of paper and he goes, uh, "That that's really all I have. I, I don't really know what to do with that. Okay. We'll just find someone magic to look at it then. Okay. And, uh, you, I guess you just walk up west of sleep. He's like, I'm, he's like, I'm not touching it. So you're welcome to have it back. It'll just be there. And it's just still like spinning. <laughs> okay. I, I'll take the jar then. The jar? The, the head jar, the contraption jar. Oh, it's not a jar. It's just like. The contraption. <laughs> it's. Uh, no, no, leave the contraption, please. What do you... You just want me to take the head. Yes, the contraption is mine. Me and Dax made it. Do you have tongs? Do you want gloves? And tongs. Okay, well, I have gloves. That's all I have. I'm sorry. Okay, I'll take gloves then. Okay, you have the head. You have one head in your inventory. <laughs> nice. Awesome. And, Way to uh, get a head. <laughs> hey. All right. He uh, he he leaves just so after that conversation, he walks out. Cool. Well, uh, who do you think we should get to look at this head? I feel like Sarah would be our best bet, but I Sarah is so I don't think she's ready for this. You know. Yeah, I get that. Uh I, I don't know. Just. I don't know. Uh, Who knows about heads? Magic heads. Shrunken magic heads. Magically shrunken heads. There we go. That's what I'm looking for. Um, let's see. There are the people who are like magical in the HQ. You have Sarah. Woo. Um. Draz. I feel like Woo is a good a good bet. You can go to Woo. Because I, you know, I feel like he can relate. To Shrunken Head? Yeah, you know how he can't, like, talk and stuff? We're not seeing an obvious coral. Yeah, so you guys are going to go find Woo? Yes. Yes. Okay, uh, you kind of look around. You see Team... Cursed passion. They are. Let's just say they're like huddled around one of their desks in the middle of the bullpen. Knock knock. 
They all turn towards you as you say, knock, knock. Guess who? It's a shrunken head. Um, can you help us? I'll kind of look at Wu. And uh, he just like stands up and walks over to you guys. Um, and the rest of them just kind of get back. It looks like they're looking over some books and stuff. And uh, he writes on his little like board he carries around with him. His little whiteboard. How can I help you? Yeah, so... Okay, we have this shrunken head. And we thought that, like... Since Wu knows stuff about magic, because it wasn't done with science. um, Like, maybe you could look at it and, like, help us figure out what kind of magic. Because, like, I felt like you could relate. Because, like, you know... Um... What do you do with the head as you're talking? I show it to them. Um, when you show it to him, he, like, and, like, takes, like, a step back with one leg and puts his hand out. And, like, his, he goes, like, he gets pale. Uh, okay, uh, if you don't know what it is, that's fine. I can take it to Sarah. He shakes his head. And he begins signing. Mm. And, um... Jean kind of walks like she's like looking at his hands and she walks over to you guys she says what's going on he's pretty upset um I showed him this head he looks looks because I need help he looks she looks at the head that's gross and then looks over to him and he's like breathing heavy and he she says woo what's what's up my guy and he does a bunch of hand signs to her. He's really afraid of that. He says it's horrific. Well, yes, it is a human head. And that it's a symbol of pure evil. A talisman. A talisman? Hey, woo, that can't be it. And woo nods points at his head at the head and then points to the door and she says the he said that's a that's a hag's talisman gross but hags aren't shark people are hags shark people they both look at you super confused and shake their heads. So hags and shark people. They, they're like, she goes, oh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Because uh, that's your case, my guy. Um, but he says it's that. Um, he doesn't want it near him. So if you could yeah, put it away. Does it, how do you... Okay, we'll figure it out. And they both kind of slowly walk away from you guys, back to what they were doing. Okay. Hmm. Okay. I, oh. Wesley uh, is like kind of just like standing there, like you know what? Okay, I'm, I'm gonna be right back. Um, and it, just don't move for a sec, and I'm gonna I'm gonna run off to uh, 
somewhere. Try to find like maybe a box or something to put said head in so we can just actually carry it around and keep it contained. Oh, I was going to give it to Steven and make him put it in a cage. <laughs> that works too, I guess. All right. Well, if you want to go find a box, you can go to the storage and roll a like a search or something. Well, hold on. We were in the, like the bullpen area, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, the closest thing to is like probably the little kitchen area. So I'm gonna go ask her for uh, uh, a takeout box. <laughs> she just like out of the trash can hands it to you. Yep, out of work. Thank you very much. She just smiles. Okay. <laughs> Like, here, here, just put it in here. And awesome. I open the box up. It's like, there we go. It's one of those like Chinese food like square ones that have the full top. Perfect. Just threw it in there. It like plops on the sweet and sour sauce. <laughs> nice. Nice. Beautiful. Okay. You know, I never thought I'd say plops on the sweet and sour sauce during a uh, tabletop RPG, but here we are. What do they do with the rest of the body after they've shrunk the head? Is the, the is it even tinier and inside the head, or is it just like lobbed off and normal sized, or is it tiny and somewhere? Well, I mean, if you go by like the movies I've seen, I think they usually plop the head off and then shrink it. Or I mean, there is a, a Beetlejuice where he shrunk the dude, shrunk his head while it's still on him. Yeah, so. and then the body was normal. It's hey, baby, <laughs> nice legs. What are you doing later? <laughs> Come on, baby. Say it one more time. Oh, no. No, no, no. I fucking love Beetlejuice. <laughs> it's a good movie. It's a good movie. God. It always, it always grossed me out how mossy he was. Yeah, why was he mossy? Was he just like undead or something? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like he's decomposing. Yeah. He was oh. moldy. Yeah, he's moldy. Oh, so he was like, that was just like, cause like, I know like they look, when they die, they kind of look like how they died. Yeah. Oh, so how did he die? Did he die in like a lake or something? Maybe in, in like a foresty area and I like just oh. kind of, you know. Oh, that's what I, that's my story. I'm going to stick to it. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. There you go. You guys got another vital clue and I'm very proud of you guys. Yay. Yay. That might be the most you've ever great. gotten in one session. Yay! <laughs> you just kind of been hoarding evidence. <laughs> pretty much. It's pretty much. But hey, it feels like we're doing this case better than we have been before, so. Yeah. yeah. Now, 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 I think we should go look up, like, hags and what they can do and such. Yeah. Get a little more intel. And maybe shark people. I don't know if that's still, like, the thing we need to look up. I would think so. To the library. Woohoo! Frank's favorite spot. Well, second favorite spot. The pews is his. What's first. my first favorite spot? Behind the, the podium. Yeah. I mean, I, I. That's just assuming. I mean, you're I, not wrong. I was you're not wrong. At first, I was gonna say on his knees, as in like praying, but then I. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> also adequate. <laughs> that is very much adequate. <laughs> um, you guys open up the the hardwood, the dark hardwood doors. They as you open them, uh, a gust of wind kind of 
comes through and blows you all with like the hint of like books and library and warm coffee um and uh you hear like some there's like two people talking in like the little lounge area back there you kind of hear them faintly um and I, th- I think that that's good, that a good place to call it for this episode I know. This game is this game can be real fun if we're like, you know, on track. <laughs> yeah, well, it's fun <laughs> off track, but like especially on track because it's like it rewards you every little increment. You know what I mean? Because you don't get experience, yep. obviously, but it rewards you with, like these little bits of like nuggets and knowledge and stuff. Um, knowledge nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's what we're gonna call it. Um, did you guys have fun? Yeah, I mean, yeah. this is definitely interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm digging it. The setup's weird. I don't know yeah. how I feel about it. I'm living for it. I, I, I miss seeing your faces. I li- yeah, that's the only downside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys haven't seen me in a long time. I have a huge beard now. <laughs> Amazing. I don't. I look the same, basically. I have, I have not shaved since this started, and I'm not shaving until I go back to school in August. I have to shave because I can't grow in a beard, and I look real, like bad <laughs> but but i haven't trimmed my mustache at all i'm yeah. trying to grow that out i think i'm gonna go for a handlebar mustache. i like it i can actually grow really really nice facial hair i just can't because my job makes me feel like a teenage boy nice they just require you to shave every day but when i can grow it it's gonna look like a lumberjack beard and i'm excited <laughs> so it's christiana i don't like facial hair sorry <laughs> She's going to have to. Oh, I thought you meant she was going to grow one, too. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm down for that. You know? Pussy beard. Do it together. <laughs> Whatever. We'll have a competition. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I, like, I guess I'd like to thank Tim over at tabletopaudio.com for letting us use his wonderful music. Um, if y'all haven't noticed, um, Grim Encounters became a, a Patreon of his Patreon, so... Uh, we're given access to a bunch of other like alternate tracks and stuff. So our podcast has a lot of different, has more, even more of his wonderful music in it. Um, so I doubly thank him, even though he probably doesn't listen, but still thank you. Um, and then I like to thank Anna for making that intro and outro theme. Um, someday I hope to get, maybe update that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll work on it. Um, but you don't have to. No, it's fine. It was, it was kind of a low effort. Sorry. It's pretty good still. Um, I'd like to thank you guys for, for uh, Discord and I know it's weird. Um, but uh, still helps. This my is family. my life now. <laughs> <laughs> Mine too. Like, the, the stay-at-home shit started the week after my spring break. And, like, I stayed inside all of spring break because I was like, oh, this is my week to relax. Like, I, I won't be able to just, like, sit at home and relax and not go out for, like... You know, a few months, Ever. and then, and then, literally, the last day of my spring break, they were like, "Hey, don't come back to school." I was like, "Oh well." Okay. Um, yeah. We also, you guys aren't missing anything, so. Yeah. True. Um, it sucks just as it did before out there, except a little bit more now. Um. 
So don't be don't be too sad. Is the pillaging? No, once the pillaging starts, I don't. Oh, okay. I might, I might just start that resistance. You guys, I'm not here. If if the pillaging starts, that's we're off pillaging. Yeah. Oh, uh, cause you know, yeah. Anyway, uh, I was gonna start getting into some other stuff, but let's not. <laughs> let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. Uh, no, Austin. No one wants to hear your radical opinions. Um, that's what Twitter's for. <laughs> I thought it was Reddit. Both. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I'm on the wrongs. Oh yeah, if uh, you want to talk to the show, you can join our Discord. Um, the link's in the description, and if it's if that's not working for some reason, uh, just send a message on email, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you feel it is. We're all at Grim Encounters. Our email is officialgrimencounters at gmail.com. Um, our Twitter's at Grim Encounters. Um, I think that's it. I mean, we're all just kind of chilling, so. Yeah. We're all on our Discord all the time now, so if you ever want to talk, we're there. Yeah, I'm on there even though I didn't know. I'm playing Assassin's Creed right now, but I'm not actually playing Assassin's Creed. That's cool. Is your Xbox on? I don't think so. It might be, though. I mean, it says you've been playing but it for five I thought five I turned hours. it off. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been playing it since 8, so... I don't know. That would math right. That would math. Oh, I wonder if it's you just left it on and it's been sucking your internet. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I mean, well, cool. I can go and look after. Um. But all right. Next I, episode. <laughs> I gotta do the spoop. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jesus, can't forget the spoop. I want you all to stay in your houses. I want you to lock your doors. I want you to close your windows. I want you to lock them. I want you to sit inside of your your one room i want you to do with no furniture in it and i want you just to stare at the wall and i want you to see just your beautiful yellow floral wallpaper that was there when you moved in and i want you to stare at it for hours and hours and hours and then after you stare for hours you should eventually see a woman she should appear in the wall kind of press herself out and begin talking to you she will begin begging you to pull her out and i want you to cut open your wall and i want you to peel back the paper and when you peel back the paper, it reveals an old hole that was in your wall. You didn't know it was there. And in that hole is this decrepit, uh, like, body that is, like, mummified. It's been there for so long. Its head creaks towards you, and it says, Stay spooked out there. I don't like wallpaper. All right. <laughs>